five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to get to that direct mail today. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. Uh, but here we go. This is a this is a commercial for the Dutch State Lottery. It says, "Don't wait for happiness to happen to you." Um, and so the young man is coming over to see his dad in the nursing home. And your father's in there. Thanks. Father's in there. Would you tell him? I gotta tell you something. <clears throat> he brings out the picture of them I'm taking a trip long ago. Nee, dat is toch veel te duur. Ik heb hem gewonnen. Says it's too expensive. He said I won the yeah. state lottery. Yeah. You did? <laughs> so he puts him in an airplane. They fly out to Lap Lapland, I think it is. And uh, very very cold. He buys him a nice new jacket and uh, <laughs> they go on a sled ride. Uh, Dog sled ride. <laughs> Having a great time. Some ice fishing. Sauna. Naked sun and playing in the snow. So I won't waste my time on waiting. He hugs. And he's back at the nursing home telling everybody about what he saw. The nurse says, congratulations on winning the lottery. Yeah, well, I still have to win it. She won't wake. So he told his dad that he won, but he really didn't. Don't wait for luck to happen. Okay, New Year's Eve lottery jackpot, $30 million. Wow, that's something. Anyway, uh, so he didn't really win the jackpot. But he decided to spend his money on his dad, you know. So I hope my kids see that. <laughs> I don't think any of them play the lottery. I explained to him how the how the lottery works. I said, you know, if you're in a football pool with ten other guys or nine other guys, and you each put in a dollar, what does the winner get? And they said, I don't know, Dad, ten dollars. I said, Yeah, exactly. I said, So if you you're in the lottery with a million dollar, a million other people, and everybody puts in a dollar, and you win. What do you get? And they said, "Well, how about a million dollars?" I said, "That would be a, an interesting answer, but actually, no. It's more like two hundred thousand." They said, "What a ripoff!" <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, Dutch lottery doesn't sponsor the show, so I, uh, I am not worried about it. And I don't know what this is, but Stats Lottery has a a big fish eating a little fish. I don't know what the symbolism of that is. Anyway, we better get out of this because we got a lot of stuff to cover. So let's cut cut this out and go to the PDF and let's try and find it. Okay, so Amy Houston brought us that. Don't wait for luck to happen. I'll upload this every day. The show notes are available online. Australia announced a short format golf event, nine holes. Okay, and apparently 20, there's a new rapid fire 2020 format that's shaken up world cricket. You may have heard that. I don't even know what that is. But in this golf event for nine holes, the scoring has changed. There's a bunch of Asian uh, teams, Tokyo, Shanghai, Seoul, uh, Delhi, and London, Los Angeles, and New York. And uh, the scoring is 10 points 
for a hole in one, eight for an albatross, which is like a double, which is like, you know, if you get a hole in one on a par five, you could get possible. You know, I don't know how, maybe Bubba Watson or something. Uh, an eight would be a two on a par five. A six would be a three on a par five. That would be a double birdie. Uh, and a four on a par five would be a birdie and two for a par. And what's the advantage of this scoring change is that you're not penalized for taking crazy chances. You know, you're not penalized because you go over par. I mean, you're penalized that you didn't make par, but, uh, you can, you can go for the, you know, go for the green over the water and over the sand trap and all the hazards and really, and really pound it. Um, in fact, Bubba Watson did, <laughs> did one time he tried to, they tried to play the fastest par five and you don't have to do just one person. And it was a long dog leg around a lake and Bubba hit it over the lake, but couldn't get it to the green. He hit it into a sand trap. Another guy put it up from the sand trap up by the pin. And another guy was up there to tap it in. And it was something like. 40 seconds or something they played the par five but you know you need that guy to be able to pound it over the over the lake so you'll hit you heard it here first folks i'm pretty sure google rolls out area busyness okay uh there's a feature on google maps that highlights the busiest part of town city neighborhood or area you want to visit uh and instantly spots areas with more than usual crowds okay so uh, my daughter has a mug that says something like, I'm going to stay inside and enjoy my coffee. It's just too peoply out there. So now, without even looking out the window, you can find out how peoply it is. And again, heard it here first, folks. I I didn't hear that one. Uh, I haven't heard that one before. It was it was first tested in November 2021, uh, and now it's going out. Okay. Uh, a pair of jewelry retailers expect, are expecting growth. The reason I put this in, uh, Moriarty's Gem Arts, uh, there's a lot of background in retail that a lot of their business comes in. Uh, probably most of their profit comes in in November and December. Um, but uh, in because of COVID, foot traffic was down. And so they decided to make some changes and... Um, the main thing they did at Moriarty's was pushing its online buying experience to its local customers through physical mail. Physical mail is another word for direct mail or ad mail or some people even call it junk mail. I'm okay with that. You know, what else can you throw away in your life? Nothing. Okay, so that's an interesting article. You can read all the details about all the other stuff they did. But one of the things they did was... was uh, Increase its use of mail, which I thought was good. Okay. And lastly, let's see. Lastly, oh, yeah, here. Here's an article. Again, you probably won't have seen this by Ija Ota from uh, who's with Canon. And he's uh, their B2B sales and marketing director in North Africa. Central and North Africa, which you don't see too many articles on direct mail in, in North Africa. <clears throat> but Mac, uh, Morocco is uh, is in the World Cup quarterfinals, I think, today. Uh, or semifinals, today. 
and uh, they sure did a number on Portugal. We have a lot of sports in here today. I hope you enjoy that um, if you're not following it. So direct mail has been around for a long time, but direct mail has demonstrated, and he has some, not case studies, but mentions IKEA and Sky. Um, direct mail has demonstrated its ability to deliver business outcomes that matter, whether through more engagement. Why do we say more engagement? Because we know who's getting mailed. We know it gets delivered. We know that it gets looked at by a decision maker. It's not just the TV playing in the background. <clears throat> uh, when I was watching the World Cup over the weekend, I was mainly running it over the, <laughs> was mainly just letting it run in the background and sending invitations to the Jingle Mingle. If you got an invitation on LinkedIn, check your messages. If you got an invitation on LinkedIn, I personally, by hand, cut and pasted that to you. And usually with a personalized note. So I just want you to know that you're special. And uh, we did send out a blanket email, and I will send another one probably today. Uh, we had almost a 40%, about a 40% open rate, which I thought was pretty good, considering that that list has been around for a while. Um, and more click-throughs than, uh, than unsubscribes, which is something, because I don't know everybody on LinkedIn. But I was going back and forth with, with Matthew Parker today, and he... He won't be able to make it because it's too late. And Jeff from Gunderson Direct said he couldn't make it because it was too early. <laughs> so when your organization spans from Europe all the way to California, you have a hard time deciding when to throw a party. But anyway, so Gunderson's having their Christmas lunch, and I don't know what I don't know what Matthew Parker's doing, but he's busy by that time of night. <laughs> So that should be about like 8 o'clock at night over there. So it just shows you it's a, it's a small world, and we've got direct mail. And uh, EG, uh, if you want to come, you're, I'll, I'll try to send you an invite, invite. I think I reached out to you and, and connected. But anyway, direct mail continues to grow. Oh, back to the engagement. So we know it's delivered. We know it's looked at by a decision maker, not just something playing in the background. And direct mail demands a decision. Direct mail will not throw itself away. You have to decide, am I going to throw it away instantly? Am I going to save it like I saved my Ryan, <laughs> my Ryan Reynolds tattoo? I, I may, you know, if, I, if, it, if it's still around in the summertime, I may put it on just to try it out. I've never even had a, tat, a temporary tattoo. Uh, so that would be weird, uh, but appropriate probably. Um, and so you you can throw it away, you can save it, or you can look at it later, or you can make a decision right now. So all of that is engagement, and all of it is more engagement than most uh, digital can command, because for the most part, it does throw itself away. It just goes away. It's like a billboard going down the highway. If you didn't see it, it wasn't there. It's gone. Now you're on somewhere else. So direct mail can be used at multiple touch points. Okay. Uh, points along the buyer journey, and you can test them. And he doesn't really take a lot, of, spend a lot of time in talking about testing. But the idea is, is that you take, you take half the people that are coming to a particular point. Like may, maybe they, they, uh, maybe they, they came to your website and they asked for more information, and it was a week ago. 
So now you have the option to send them more information because they gave you now their street address. And But instead of doing all of them, just do half and see what the causal impact is, right? And that's how we can test along the buyer journey. I'm not a big fan of documenting the buyer journey because my buyer journeys are probably a bit chaotic. I don't usually know what I want. And they're usually short. If I decide I want to buy something, it's done. I buy it. That's all there is to it. Uh, I'm relentless about it. Last night, it took me three hours to buy some tickets that I that I bought, which I'm very excited about. Shakespeare, front row, opening night. But but anyway, so uh, so you can test along the buyer journey. And um, Brian Dillett at LS Direct uh, told me that they test all the time when they do triggered mail, which is the next point um, in the article. And he said, well, we won't tell his big secret. Call me if you want to find out his big secret. There's a big secret in there. Okay, so Sky used direct mail to re-engage with customers. Apparently, they'd canceled their, their subscription or let it lapse and effectively restarting another buyer journey. IKEA used different touch points for long-standing customers only. So you don't have to mail everybody. That's a point. Okay, triggered mail. Um, so somebody buys your, somebody comes to your website within some specifications that, again, you might want to talk to Brian about. Um, the the buyer visits your your site, and we can send him or her. We can send them immediately a triggered offer, maybe to drive store traffic. That was a big point in our in our work with LoveSack, and Brian was key to that. And uh, we were key because we showed them the testing methodologies to find out which offers were the most effective to drive store traffic, which uh, took them from 50 million to 100 million in the three years that we worked with them. Um, And they went public, and that's public information. You can see their sales history. So be sure to hold out elements, especially mail, in the buyer journey. You know, you'd like to test other things, but oftentimes there isn't enough engagement to see a real impact in the buyer journey. Um, So you can target them by mail as soon as they've shown interest. You can also use it for uh, cart abandonment. It's a great thing. Um, And you can, you know, well, he reminds us again of IKEA targeting only its most loyal customers. You know, there's a certain, there's a, there's a point of diminishing returns, especially if you've been regularly, uh, if you've been regularly testing with or mailing or selecting with RFM, so that you're you're getting the most recent buyers. Test for increased ROI. I love it that he's, you know, <laughs> see what works. Trialing. I've never seen that word before. Maybe it's an African word. I'm thinking it means testing, but it's a synonym. Um, so, yeah, and then he says, take these case studies out to the marketplace and you will, you will have steady customers growing their business. And that's it for today. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.